Well, good evening and welcome to Old Time Rock and Roll right here on TalkShoe.com and soon to be everywhere worldwide, we hope, with your help. Hey, today, uh, before I get started, and this is April Fool's Novelty Extravaganza Week, and I do want to start out by uh, mentioning a few things. Last week, for the first time, we uh, did we, we broke up um, our show, which was The Legends of the Guitar, into two parts. Uh, it was kind of requested by uh, the people over at TalkShoe, uh, and, and we're trying to, uh, you know, ac- acquiesce to what they want so that we can uh, all make a lot more money and all that other good stuff, which is great. Um, but somehow, I guess, I don't know whether it was the software, whether everybody is on, uh, is subscribing to to feeds uh, rather than opening it up every every week because uh, the second part of the show which was put on last of course uh, got great reviewed got listened to a whole lot and the first part of the show got um, ignored by about 80% of the people and I think it was a mistake because I don't think everybody listens all the time they they pick up the last thing they say that must be the newest so guys please listen because you have missed the first part of Legends of the Guitar, and please understand that I'm going to put this on both sections of uh, this show, which will be in two parts also, I I assume, and that is that you're going to miss a great deal of great music if you don't watch or listen, I'm sorry, to both parts. So come on, get on the the stick and and do things right. Make sure you check. Read a little bit, guys. Read, read, read. Because uh, you are missing a great deal of great guitar music on last week's show. And if you don't listen to both of these, you're going to be missing some of the funniest, funniest pieces of of film, uh, from films, yes, records, and stand-up comedy, and, oh my God, everything today. So we're going to have a great time. We're going to start off today with um, Dickie Goodman. Dickie Goodman was part of uh, Buchanan and Goodwin, which back in 1958 produced uh, the famous Flying Saucer records. And uh, this one was uh, a little attempt. And you know what? If you if you really look at things, this is history, because uh, kids today would not understand what the Berlin Top Ten meant. So right now we're going <laughs> to... I, lo- I love this. And I love Dickie Goodman. I think he was one sharp guy. Here is uh, Dickie Goodman from 1960 and the Berlin Top Ten. Achtung, achtung, this is Radio Free East Berlin. Here's your favorite disc jockey, Happy Hans Kiput, with a number one song in East Berlin today. Don't fence me in. Radio, some kind of nut. Comrades, due to a sudden seizure, Happy Hans will be unable to continue. He will be replaced by Boris the Spinner, the people's disc jockey. And now, here is the new number one song in our fair city. I'm going to knock on your door by the secret police. I'm going to knock on your door. Here is a news bulletin. Our latest space missile mysteriously blew up on takeoff today. Sabotage is suspected. Communist headquarters wants to know. And now for a record glorifying our beautiful Siberia. Come on, come on, let me show you where it's at. The name of the place is... You got to like it like that. 
And now for local news. Good evening, comrades. It has been reported that a good party member has turned in his eight-year-old daughter for the sabotage of today's missile test. She admitted putting the ram in the ram ding dong The father of the little girl has dedicated this song to her somewhere in Siberia. Take good care of my baby. And now a word from our sponsor. Comrade. Does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the bedpost overnight? If so, try Papa Nikita's chewing gum. It comes in four delicious flavors. Borscht, vodka, caviar, and halvar. And for short time only, special offer. Send in 600 gum wrappers and you will receive absolutely nothing. Our next song is dedicated to our great leader, Premier Khrushchev. You must have been a beautiful baby. Cause baby, won't you look at you now? Uh-oh, here comes secret police. Goodbye, comrade wife. This is the People's Disc Jockey signing off with... I never smile again. All right, Dickie Goodman and the Berlin Top Ten. Uh, he was one of my favorite comedy performers in the early days of music. Right now, the pop, popular and most cerebral of the recording artists, and he never recorded a straight song in his life, and that is the incredible Stan Freeberg. Stan started in, um, in the 19th, I, fifth, I think it was, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 52, 53, as a summer replacement for the Jack Benny program. And the stuff that he put on was incredibly funny. I remember for the first time I heard it way back when I was a kid. And I, you know, I used to sneak the radio under my covers and listen to it real low. And uh, one night I heard... Uh, so I don't even know what show it was, but it was uh, music, and the, and they had on a piece called "Elderly Man River" by Stan Freeberg, and I just thought it was so hilarious. I was laughing so hard that that my parents actually got up and wondered what was going on in there. So uh, here is I got to play "Elderly Man River" for you someday. I think you'll enjoy it. In the meantime, here is. Uh, at, at the time in the 1950s on radio, and then as it got into 1952, 53, and 54, the most popular program on television was Dragnet with Jack Webb and Ben Alexander. And here comes Stan Freeberg as he took Dragnet along with the old legend of St. George and the Dragon. Here is Stan Freeberg, St. George, and the Dragonette. The legend you are about to hear is true. Only the needle should be changed to protect the record. This is the countryside. My name is St. George. I'm a knight. Saturday, July 10th, 8.05 p.m. I was working out of the castle on the night watch when a call came in from the chief. A dragon had been devouring maidens. Homicide. My job. Slay him. You call me, chief? Yeah, it's the dragon again. Devouring maidens. The king's daughter may be next. Mm -hmm. You got a lead? Uh, nothing much to go on. Said you take that 45 automatic into the lab to have him check on it? Yeah. You were right. I was right? 
Yeah, he was a gun. 8.22 p.m. I talked to one of the maidens who had almost been devoured. Could I talk to you, ma'am? Who are you? I'm St. George, ma'am. Homicide, ma'am. I want to ask you a few questions, ma'am. I understand you were almost devoured by the ma'am. Is that right, dragon? It was terrible. He breathed fire on me. He burned me already. How can I be sure of that, ma'am? Believe me, I got it straight from the dragon's mouth. 11.45 p.m. I rode over the King's Highway. I saw a man. Stopped to talk to him. Pardon me, sir. Could I talk to you for just a minute, sir? Sure, I don't mind. What do you do for a living? I'm a knave. Didn't they pick you up on a 903 last year for stealing tarts? Yeah. So what, do you want to make a federal case out of it? No, sir. We heard there was a dragon operating in this neighborhood. We just want to know if you've seen him. Sure, I've seen him. Mm-hmm. Could you describe him for me? What's to describe? You see one dragon, you've seen them all. Would you try and remember, sir, just for the record? We just want to get the facts, sir. Well, he was, you know, he had orange polka dots. Yes, sir. Purple feet, breathing fire and smoke. Mm-hmm. And one big bloodshot eye right in the middle of his forehead, and, uh, like that. Notice anything unusual about him? No, he's just a run-the-mill dragon, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, you can go now. Hey, by the way, how are you going to catch him? I thought you'd never ask. A dragon net. 3.05 p.m. I was riding back into the courtyard to make my report to the lab. Then it happened. It was a dragon. I'm the fire-breathing dragon. You must be St. George, right? Yes, sir. I see you got one of them new 45 caliber swords. That's about the size of it. <laughs> you slay me. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. What do you mean? I'm taking it in a 502. You figure it out. What's the charge? Devouring maidens out of season. Out of season? You never pinned that rap on me. Do you hear me, cop? Yeah, I hear you. I got you in a 412, too. A 412? What's a 412? Overacting. Let's go. On September the 5th, the dragon was tried and convicted. His fire was put out and his maiden devouring license revoked. Maiden devouring out of season is punishable by a term of not less than 50 or more than 300 years. One of the great satirists of our time, Stan Freeberg, St. George and the Dragonette. You know, I, sometimes I can do an entire show on Stan Freeberg. The man is absolutely incredible, still to this day. And uh, maybe I will. Who knows? Right now, another 1960s phenomenon was Alan Sherman. And Alan, I guess, was uh, another one of those people, very inventive and just could create these songs in his head, and, and he did. Uh, this one, you know, it, I played on, on one of our, our past shows, the uh, famous Hello Mudda, Hello Fada. And uh, right now, here is, here is Alan doing his kind of, I guess, follow-up record to Hello Mudda, Hello Fada. Here is the return to Camp Granada. Hello, Fada. I am back at Camp Granada, and I'm writing you this letter just to say my compound fracture's getting better. 
No one here knows where my trunk is and my bunk is, where the skunk is. And this here, the food's improving, cause the little black things in it are not moving. Our camp nurse is quite a swimmer. She says swimming makes you slimmer. Her name's Mrs. Pellegrini. Have you ever seen a whale in a bikini? All our bathrooms have such thin doors. Gee, I wish they'd move them indoors. We're all tired of Mother Goose here. So next Friday night they're having Lenny Bruce here. Granada every night. The campfire's really keen. Oh, Ma, please send some unguentine. Let me stay up here in Mother Nature's land and tiptoe through the tulips. Grand to leave would be a shame. Besides, I'd miss the poker game. Please don't worry, Fada Mata, I'll take care of little brother. He plays ball here, and he rows here, and I hope they teach him how to blow his nose here. He wakes up at half past six and goes directly to the quicksand. He was lonely, now he's better. He's like all of us, except his bed is wetter. <laughs> oh, incredible. Alan Sherman returned to Camp Granada. Uh, you are listening to Old Time Rock and Roll, and I do want you to uh, remember that you can always hear what's going on on the latest with Old Time Rock and Roll by logging into www.wrestlingrap.com and uh, also you can email me uh, direct with questions, requests, and dedications just like the old days um, at oldtimernr at hotmail.com and we'll be glad to hear from you and we'll re return every single email I will return and give you an answer or whatever else I can do for you in addition I want to uh, remind you also that next week we're going to be doing an Elvis show it's going to be a little different it's going to be called the roots of Elvis and it's going to have uh, music that you've never heard or possibly never heard and those are where Elvis got the idea for the records all of them were not written for Elvis Elvis never wrote any of his own and you're going to hear that plus the premiere on this show of Just One More Time, which is the Jack Smake recording with the Jordan Airs. And that'll be next week on Old Time Rock and Roll. So, uh, also, I do want to also remind you that when you're, you're looking around uh, TalkShoe, you might want to check out uh, my friend's show, which is um, 
Disco Saturday Night, where they play a lot of disco stuff from the 1970s. So if you want to listen, listen in, it's Disco Saturday Night. So listen in. Right now, we'll go back to music with Homer and Jethro. I know you remember those if you were around in the 60s. Here's Homer and Jethro and the Battle of Cucamonga. We took a little hike with our scout master down to Lake Anigonite. We took a little pizza and we took some sauerkrauts and we marched along together till we heard the Girl Scouts. Now we are the boys from Camp Cucamonga. Our brother sent us near father's study nature's place. We learned to make sparks by rubbing sticks together. But if we catch the girls, then we'll set the woods ablaze. And I was mad cause me mother sent me up here. <laughs> Well, we crap up to the water and we see the girls are swimming. There must have been a hundred of them, pretty young women. They look so fine, even birds forgot to sing. We lay down in the poison oak and didn't say a thing. Now we're the boys from Camp Cucamonga. My mother sent us here for the study nature's ways. We learn to make sparks by rubbing sticks together. But if we catch the girls, then we'll set the woods ablaze. Hey, but one of you fellers scratch my back. Well, our counselors said we could take them by surprise If we didn't say a word till we looked them in the eyes We kept her real still and we had her eyes aglued We saw how they were dressed, they were swimming in the well now Now we're the boys from Camp Cucamonga Our mother sent us here for the study nature's ways We learned to make sparks by rubbing sticks together But if we catch the girls, it will set the woods ablaze Well, they ran through the briars and they ran through the brambles And they ran through the bushes where a rabbit couldn't go They ran so fast even we couldn't catch a bar The lake and eagle night all the way to Buffalo Hey, fellas, wait for me Well, we ran right after them till everyone was pooped So we rested for a minute and our forces we regrouped And then we saw the girls behind some evergreens Captured by a company of United States Marines Now we're the boys from Camp Cucamonga Our mother sent us here for the study nature's way We learned to make sparks by rubbing sticks together But if we catch the girls, then we'll set the woods ablaze Ah, them big guys get everything Well, they ran through the briars and they ran through the brambles And they ran through the bushes where a rabbit couldn't go They ran so fast even we couldn't catch them Lake and Eagle Night all the way to Buffalo A Rudy Toot Toot we are the boys from the Boy Scout troop. We don't smoke and we don't chew. And we don't go where the girls at do. Here's something that's a little more, oh, 1980s oriented. Because uh, although everybody always thought this, and uh, I can't say this for real, but we always used to talk about blondes being a little bit spacey. Well, here is Julie Brown and Cause I'm a Blonde.
Okay, not much I can say about that. Julie Brown, because I'm a blonde. Wow. Right now, uh, back in the 1960s and 70s, uh, country western music became known as country, and absolutely some of the most fabulous uh, artists came out uh, at that time. Uh, Jerry Reed um, and uh, Donna Fargo, just a, just a host of, of great, great singers. And this guy was just had the most beautiful voice. He could tell a story. You know, they always talk about storytellers like Don McLean, who could sit and tell a story and uh, to music and and make it really special. Well, here's one that's uh, a little bit on the humorous side. Tom T. Hall. He had one record which we would put in the novelty vein. Although most country records talked about either. Uh, divorce, death, drinking, trucks, or beer. So here is Tom T. Hall. I like beer. In some of my songs I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. This little song is more to the point. Roll out the barrel and lend me your ears, I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow, I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes me feel mellow. Whiskey's too rough, champagne costs too much. Vodka puts my mouth in gear This little refrain should help me explain As a matter of fact, I like beer My wife often frowns when we're out on the town And I'm wearing a suit and a tie She's sipping vermouth and she thinks I'm uncouth When I yell as the waiter goes by I like beer It makes me a jolly good fellow I like beer It helps me unwind And sometimes it makes me feel mellow Makes him feel mellow Whiskey's too rough Champagne costs too much Vodka puts my mouth in gear while this little refrain should help me explain As a matter of fact, I like beer. He likes beer Last night I dreamed that I passed from the scene And I went to a place so sublime All the water was clear and tasted like beer Then they turned it all into wine I like beer it makes me a jolly good fellow I like beer It helps me unwind And sometimes it makes me feel mellow Makes him feel mellow Whiskey's too rough Champagne costs too much Vodka puts my mouth in gear All this little refrain should help me explain as a matter of fact I love beer Yes, he likes beer 
Since the beginning of sound recordings, uh, back in 19, I guess about 1924, and uh, all, all the way through into the 1970s, uh, there has been one record that, in one way, one shape, one form or another, has come back every 10, 15 years, every new generation, to give us what we call the laughing record. And two of them were made during the 50s and 60s, which bear note. Uh, although the first one, we're going to do both of them. Uh, the first one, of course, is, um, is called Delicious. And it's by, <laughs> believe it or not, Mr. Magoo, uh, Jim Backus, and friend. And uh, this one was, was quite unusual. And uh, the second one, well, I don't know, I won't play it together. I'll play it separate. But uh, so let's take a listen now to Jim Backus and friend and delicious. This is not sexually orientated. This is, this is, this is really very much fun. Now, don't let the, uh, the way it sounds fool you, but <laughs> Jim Backus, <laughs> uh, you know, or we'll call him Thurston Howell III. Here's Thurston Howell III and delicious. Ooh, we're gonna have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's a cozy table, isn't it? <laughs> and champagne, my dear. Delicious. <laughs> Like it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> yes, I do like it. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you want some more? <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. You always. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> oh, have some more. <laughs> Get the waiter and. Oh, 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 every night, New Year's Eve. <laughs> 
What can I say? You're listening to Old Time Rock and Roll. Uh, we welcome you again for this week. And remember that this is only part one of two parts that's going to go on. And uh, in happy April Fools. And I hope uh, nobody pulls one on you. And one of these days I'll tell you about some of the great things I, I pulled on my friends over the years. Especially my good friend, my late friend Joe Weiss. And what we uh, did to his brother, Artie, at, uh, at a Chinese restaurant. And uh, right now, I want to play for you one of the more incredibly insensitive records that was done uh, by a guy by the name of Hank and Dave. And this was a staple on the old Dr. Demento show. Dr. Demento is still uh, hanging around on, on, um, on, on the Internet somewhere. Uh, he's done almost 40 years of this now, and uh, more power to him. Here is Hank and Dave. And uh, I guess for the, <laughs> the better part of Valor, I'll just say it's called My Dead Dog Rover. Boy, it's a beautiful day outside. I think I'm going to start mowing the lawn. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Okay, Hank, what's going on? I'm looking for my dog Rover. Our dog got out and I can't find him anywhere. You haven't seen him, have you? No. If I do, I'll let you know. Okay, sure, appreciate it. We'll see you later, Dave. See you later, Hank. Well, there's that rover now. Rover, get out of here. You can't come around here on Mormon Lawn. Get out of here. Rover, get out of here. I'm looking over my dead dog rover who I hit with a power mower. One leg is missing, the other is gone. The third leg is scattered all over the lawn. No need explaining, the one leg remaining is spinning on the carport floor. I'm looking over my dead dog rover who I I'm looking over my mince dog rover who I hit with a power more. My dog's not eating, he no longer barks. He hit the propeller and turned into sparks. No need explaining, there's no dog remaining. He's part of the grass, you see. I'm looking over my dead dog rover, who I sent to eternity.
All you animal lovers, don't get angry with me. I mean, it's April Fools, and we're just having a good time with some great classic wacky songs from the past. Right now, in 1964, uh, a group of people got together, and they did, uh, first, we did, uh, <laughs> they did something uh, way back when, when, when uh, John Kennedy was still alive, called The First Family. Uh, this time, uh, Bob Booker, without Vaughn Meter, uh, got together with a group of, of, of performers, and they came out with an album which is still selling today. It's called You Don't Have to Be Jewish. And uh, the basis of this was that Jewish humor is, is just uh, incredibly funny. And um, the, the, because the people, the way they, they uh, react to things is kind of funny. Here's a, here is two examples. First, here is um, Frank Gallup, the famous deep-throated, beautiful voice of the Perry Como show that he did all the announcing. And this is called The Ballad of Irving. The Ballad of Irving. He was short and fat and rode out of the west with a Mogan David on his silver vest. He was mean and nasty right clear through, which was kind of weird, because he was yellow too. They called him Irving. Big Irving. Big short Irving. Big short fat Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. He came from the old bar mitzvah spread with a 10-gallon yarmulke on his head. He always followed his mother's wishes. Even on the range, he used two sets of dishes. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sissy Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. A hundred and forty-one could draw faster than he, but Irving was looking for one forty-three. Walked into Saul Saloon like a man insane and ordered three fingers of two cents plain. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sport Irving. The hundred and forty-second fastest gun in the West. One day, Bad Max happened in the town. His aim was to shoot that Irving down. Bad Max said, draw and draw right now. And Irving drew, drew a picture of a cow. Irving, big fat Irving, big gunfighter Irving, the 142nd fastest gun in the West. The James voice was coming on a train at first song and the town said, Irving, we need your gun. Well, that train pulled in at the break of dawn. Irving's gun was there, but Irving was gone. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big help Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Well, finally, Irving got three slugs in the belly. It was right outside the frontier deli. 
He was sitting there twirling his gun around and Butterfingers Irving gunned himself down. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big dum-dum Irving. Big dum-dum dead Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Ballad of Irving. That was requested by my friend Steve Grice, uh, who, who uh, remembered that song. And uh, Steve, at least this one did not get me in trouble with my wife. And you know what I'm talking about. All right, this next one is um, shows another part of, of the Jewish phenomenon. Here is Betty Walker, famous, famous comedian. You, Lou Jacoby, who has been on television for 45, 50 years. Uh, Frank Guilford, who is um, known for his Cracker Jacks commercial. And this one basically is Betty Walker's, though. And I want you to hear, this one's called A Call from Long Island. Hello? Hello, Mama. Hello, darling. How are you? Terrible, Mama. Terrible. What is it, sweetheart? Tell Mama. Oh, Mama. Oh. Mama. We're snowed in here. Oh. The car wouldn't start this morning. <laughs> I think both kids have the measles. Oh. The doctor can't come until 5 o'clock. I'm coming down with a cold. The freezer is broken and all the food is spoiled. <sighs> and the house is a mess. And on top of that, Mama, 20 ladies from my Hadassah chapter are coming for lunch at 1 o'clock. <laughs> Mama, what am I going to do? Don't worry, sweetheart. Mother is here. <laughs> First of all, I'll go to the supermarket and I'll pick up to eat. Then I'll take the subway to the Long Island Railroad and I'll take the train. Oh, Mama, I don't Please, want darling, you to... it's only an hour and a half to the bus. <laughs> and then I'll take the bus, and from where the bus stopped, I'll walk the 14 blocks to your house. And for you, darling, I'll put the children to bed, and for you, I'll change the sheets and I'll give them an aspirin. So they shouldn't yell and I'll clean up the house and I'll cook something nice for the 20 ladies. They'll love it. Just don't worry, darling. Everything will be okay. Isn't that what a mother is for? Oh, Mama. Thank you. I feel so much better. By the way, sweetheart, if it's snowing and the car wouldn't start this morning, how did Sam get to work? Sam? What's Sam? Sam, your husband. My husband's name is Paul. Is this Tremont 71166? No, this is Tremont 71177. Does that mean you're not coming? Uh, 
All right, there you have it. Betty Walker, Frank Gallup, you Jacoby, call from Long Island, and you don't have to be Jewish. Well, you know what? I'm really worried, and I want you to remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna be putting this up in reverse order so that you can listen to it correctly. You got to listen to part two and part one. You can't miss what's coming up next. So uh, right now we're going to see you on the other side because we're really trying to get this done. Remember, this is in two parts, and I'm going to acknowledge that on both. And I'm even changing the name a little bit so that people won't pick it up and the uh, service won't pick it up wrong. And I really want you to hear the second part. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy what we're going to do on the other side. So we'll see you in just a little while. Um, all you have to do is, is click on part two. And that's pretty simple. So let's not forget old time rock and roll every week here on TalkShoe.com and everywhere else that you can find on any podcasting service imaginable you can click on us and uh, we'll see you soon I'm not going to end with old time rock and roll because the show ain't over yet see ya